evening, everyone, and welcome to a very special edition of Prospects After Dark. It is Wednesday, December 5th, and we have our first exciting moment of the Cardinals' 2018-2019 offseason. Uh, the Cardinals have acquired Paul Goldschmidt for Carson Kelly, Luke Weaver, uh, Andy Young, one of our favorite prospects, and a draft pick. Uh, yeah, pretty much what we have. We have we have loud noises. We have freaking hell yeah. Look, this is... Here's the thing, like, we all have our own idea of how the Cardinals should have gone through this offseason, uh, but we should all be excited that the Cardinals have made a move that doesn't really impact the Major League roster uh, that gets them better in the, in the short term. What do you have to say to those doubting we get Harper now? Uh, what I would say is let's pump the brakes on that. Let's not get too excited. There's still a lot that could happen. Uh, checking in, initial reaction. How about this? My initial reaction to the trade, uh, Moe's algorithm nailed it perfectly. I think that it's a great trade for both sides. Look. The Diamondbacks gave up one year Paul Goldschmidt, and yes, he's our organizational face of the franchise, I understand that, but they also got some players that still have high upsides if they can sort some stuff out, and Carson Kelly and, and Luke Weaver, they have one of my favorite prospects now, Andy Young, who's very underrated, uh, and they also got a draft pick, which is something that you don't, well, it can. there's only small opportunities for a draft pick to be traded, uh, but you don't see it happen very often, and it's something that you would never imagine the Cardinals doing, so it's pretty Pretty exciting. Hello, Mr. Moore. How are you? A uh, greeting, Shield Face. Greetings, everyone. So, no exclusive Andy Young interview on deck. Not yet. Uh, let that calm down, and then I'll reach out to him. I'm sad Andy Young is gone, but I can live with it. Yeah, you know, uh, I saw uh, Graham in our group chat posted a, a tweet from someone who's a D-backs fan who says they got a guy who hit 180, a pitcher with a 500 ERA, and a 24-year-old at Double A. And uh, I don't think people necessarily realize how good Andy Young is, but it's still a good trade for the Cardinals. It's still a good trade for the Diamondbacks. Kyle, I haven't seen your face in a while. Hello, Encho. Welcome to our little festivity. Uh, I cried about Weaver, but I'm okay now from the real, uh, from all things Paul DeYoung. Yeah, so here's the thing. Again, like, uh, I think that we're trashing the deal for the Diamondbacks side, and I think nationally it'll probably get panned. But they get an early draft pick. It'll be in between 75 and 80. Uh, they get Andy Young, who's probably close to being Major League ready right now and who will get a chance to be Major League ready. Uh, they get Carson Kelly and Luke Weaver, who will get a chance to reinvent their career. So good for the, good for the Diamondbacks. I hope it all pays out. Uh, Weaver is a scrub. Yeah, last year really proved that Luke Weaver had a rough year. Uh, but he was a really great prospect whose fastball command really left him. His fastball and changeup command left him. And I still think he could be a very important player out of a bullpen for a team and maybe even a fifth starter. Uh, let him get his legs underneath him. Let him work on that curveball. And we could be talking about Luke Weaver as a very solid pitcher. If you could only have one, would you rather have a 26-year-old? I'd rather have 26-year-old Harper than 31-year-old Goldie. I'd rather have 31-year-old Harper than 31-year-old Goldie. Uh, Harper for me all the way. Uh, Weird to think Weaver still has five years of control. Yeah, Weaver still has five years. Carson Kelly, I think, still has five years. Uh, Andy Young will have years and years. Uh, it's a good, it's a good smart move for both teams with the position that they're in. What do you think about Carp at third? It's not something I'm particularly thrilled about. I worry about his arm and his dexterity, mobility. Uh, but they're better right now, and that's what I care about more than anything. Do we resign Goldie? Uh, Kelly has six years. That's what I thought. Do we resign Goldie? I don't know. What I would like for them to do is practice patience with Paul Goldschmidt. Remember, they jumped the gun a little bit with Mike Schilt, although they were always going to uh, to remove that interim tag on Schilt, so it's not a big deal. I would like for them to pa practice a little bit more patience with Paul Goldschmidt, see how the season goes. Uh, and again, for me, the thing with Paul Goldschmidt is just don't give him more than five years. If you end up giving him a contract extension, if it's anything more than five years and you've done yourself uh, 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 probably a, uh, a disservice in the long run. Cards just gained three wins, to be honest. Maybe. Uh, look, 
the way that I look at it, what I've been telling everyone is if they would have acquired Goldschmidt, it takes them from an 80 win, an 88 win team to a 90 win team. So that's a good baseline there. How does this impact Kisner? Well, we know for sure right now, Andrew Kisner is the starting catcher at Memphis. Uh, and that's great. That's great. That's great news. That's where he needs to be. Uh, I would think how this impacts him in the long run depends on if Francisco Pena ends up getting re-signed or not. Uh, I would anticipate that we see Francisco Pena back. I know that there was a waiver th- or a signing thing over the weekend that was weird. Don't worry about that. Uh, expect to see Francisco Pena back. You can sign Goldie to an extension but not sign Harper because you don't want him in his mid-30s. I don't think that that's the case, Patrick B. I just think that uh, it's about the, n- the numbers, like how much it actually is. Uh, I wish I had more characters to describe how happy I am with this deal. Yeah, again, I'm, I'm, I'm in the middle ground. Like, I see it as a good deal for both Arizona and the Cardinals, and I see it as a good deal for Carson Kelly, uh, Andy Young, and Luke Weaver. Uh, you think Mark plays corner outfield at all this year? I do not. Kiefer Dean Roach, our good friend Kiefer Dean Roach, who I love with all my heart. Hello, Kiefer. Uh, let's see. How do you see the catchers breaking down at each level? I would expect, uh, I, well, first off, at AAA, you'll have that guy that they signed. I can't think of what his name is. Uh, and, and Andrew Kisner. At AA, it might be Jeremy Martinez again, although he might find his way to AAA. It might be a whole thing, but uh, Mart- uh, it, Jeremy Martinez there. I would expect, uh, 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 what's his name? Oh, God, uh, Dennis Ortega to be at Palm Beach. And at Peoria, I would expect, and also Julio Rodriguez there. And at Peoria, I would expect Ivan Hernandez, or Herrera. Wow, 220 people in here. Yeah, this, is, this isn't too off our uh, beaten path. Our pitching staff has lost so much personality this offseason. Thank God for Wayno. And John Brevia. John Brevia is still there. Now it's not a starter. Uh, and Miles Michaelis has a great personality, too. Find a way to trade Jerko for a good lefty. Sign Harper. Profit. Yeah, I would, again, right now, I would I would look in and look at what we have now. We have a third base and first base log jam. That makes Jose Martinez more expendable and Jerko more expendable. I'd like to see both of them be shopped. Uh, four years, $84 million extension for Goldie. I would love that. I don't think that's enough for Goldie, but I'd love it. Will Fowler be traded? I still think, as, a, as the roster is currently constructed, I would think that the Cardinals would hold on to Dexter Fowler at this point. It could all change. Uh, they would need another outfielder, in my opinion, but I don't think they're moving Fowler. Uh, I think it's hard to move Fowler. You should chug a bottle of Goldschlager. What we're drinking tonight is Buffalo Trace. Uh, we have Buffalo Trace this evening. To Paul Goldschmidt, the newest member of the St. Louis Cardinals. We raise a glass. Uh, Christian Rabin, our good friend, says odds on them shipping Mike Myers out. I think that's very small. Uh, the thing about Myers that's tough is he's in that Sam Tuovalala place where he doesn't have any more options, and he doesn't really necessarily do anything great. Uh, I think they're kind of stuck with him, but he could be an interesting piece. Uh, we spent, let's see, maybe we can trick the Poto and get Seeger. We'll talk about that later. Would you go four years very high, 4-120? I wouldn't do that for Goldschmidt. I, Goldschmidt. Goldschmidt. Uh, I would do four at 25 annually, maybe something like that. But again, one step at a time. I hate. We. I want to see. Here's my thing about resigning Goldie. I want to see what Carpenter looks like at third, and I want to see what kind of your what your Carpenter has. Carpenter's a really great player that we none of us value appropriately, and uh, we we all need to step back and say, well, maybe you can get Carpenter at 18 mil. Probably better suited at first. Take a pick up his option, get that draft pick for Goldie, and make a pursuit for Arenado next offseason. I'm going to miss Weaver's reaction in the dugout. I love, look, Weaver's a great kid who uh, Tony La Russa loved. He, he's he's uh, a, a fine young man who I personally like a lot. Uh, we wish nothing but the best for him. Uh, let's see. Trade Carp, sign Moose. I don't like that at all. That's a downgrade in my opinion. I don't think Moose is that much better of a defender than Carp is, and I have my questions about Carp's defense. Uh, and I think that it makes the, the 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 lineup worse in the long run too. I get the interest in Mike Mustakis. It's just not interest that I personally have. Uh, can Carp realistically strengthen his arm at his point in his career? 
I don't know. I would hope so. Look, uh, here's what I know about Matt Carpenter is you're not going to be able to put anything past him. He's not going to all of a sudden quit today and not be a great uh, uh, player. He's not going to stop putting the effort in. I would bet that it's all about that shoulder getting healthy, not getting stronger. Remember, he's had shoulder problems, some back issues throughout the years. I think if Carp just gets healthy, uh, whatever that takes, uh, I think we're in good shape. Trade Wong, Jerko, and push Carp to third. Sign Seager and Hanniger. Trade for Seager and Hanniger. I don't know how all that would work. Package Jerko with a decent prospect and see what they can get. I would like to see what they can get just for Jerko. Uh, Carp to second base, Moose at third, or someone else. I, look, if you think that the Cardinals are better off with Moose at third and Carpenter at second than they would be with Carp at third and Wong at second, then you're a little misguided. I get wanting to have shiny new things, but Mike Moustakis is trash who just hits 28 home runs. Bob Knight, I missed it. I was told Kelly and Weaver lost all their trade value. What the fuck? Yeah, they Look, but think about it this way. They didn't lose, whoever told you they lost all of their trade value. I told, I was very specific about saying that they had diminished trade value and they did. The Cardinals were smart about the, pro the people that they put in this trade, right? These are the players at the lowest that they've had their value. But remember, there was a time when Steven Piscotti had value like this, Randall Gritchick had value like this, and they, they did some budding away from the Cardinals. This might happen with those two. They're two very interesting players who have a chance. But, it, like, look at what other organizations have given up in this situation. Like, they these guys have Sandy Alcantara value. Where at one point both Luke Weaver and uh, Carson Kelly had supreme value, value higher than what Sandy Alcantara had or what Magnura Sierra had. Think of it like that. Their their value was diminished from where it was two years ago. Uh, let's see, Avaldi about to resign in Boston. That's cool. Nightingale already counting us out of Harper due to today's train. It's nice to see Bob Nightingale doesn't think it's going to happen because then it might happen. I'd rather trade Jerko than Jmart. Uh, I would rather trade J-Mart, but I think Jerko has a, a, a higher uh, ceiling. I think he has a better chance of getting a better return. Would you trade Jose Martinez for Jace Fry? Yeah, I'd, I would do that in a heartbeat. If you had to guess, do we need uh, do we need up with Harper or no? I don't think there's any chance at this point that they would get Bryce Harper. Here's where I'm at with Bryce Harper. I'm in two different positions, right? The Cardinals were very aggressive about getting this deal done, hoping that they would be in a good position to pursue whatever they wanted to pursue at the winter meetings. They're there now. Not at the winter meetings, but they're in that position now. Now, that made me think that maybe that's Bryce Harper. Uh, but the draft pick that they traded is really interesting to me because we know the Cardinals love their draft picks. We know they love the money attached with draft picks. And if they trade for Bryce Harper, then they have to give up another draft pick. So that's two draft picks in the top 100 that they're giving up money for slot bonuses that they'd be giving up. And to me, like that's that's a bit of a tell. We'll see if it actually plans out that way. I'm probably just reading too much into it. Uh, but it could very well be the case. Uh, Bleacher Report also said Michael Brantley would sign with the cards. Look, these these people are doing exactly what I'm doing. We're speculating. Bleacher Report doesn't know. Bob Nightingale made erroneous claims about Patrick Corbin uh, on two different occasions. One saying that he was definitely going to sign with the Yankees. And then yesterday saying that the Phillies would not be outbid. And he's a national right now. Uh, so keep that in mind. Look, all we're doing is speculating right now. Uh, that's what Bleacher Report's doing. That's what I'm doing. Uh, real fast to Mr. Uh, uh, Jason Hicks and his lovely wife, who are rocking pad gear, and uh, to the Hicks family, we love you guys. you got a fine teammate today. Uh, a long-term Harper deal is worth a draft pick. I would agree, too. But, again, if we're talking about how the organization might go after it, I would wonder if trading that top B pick is kind of a sign that they're not going to trade for or sign a player with a qualifying offer attached. Oh, my goodness, he said the Phillies were the favorite after the deal, after the deal was done. Yeah, Nightingale had a hell of a day yesterday. Uh, losing Goldie nets a pick uh, for, if, with a qualifying offer. You're right, but we're talking. That's a year down the road, right? We're talking about this year right here, this coming draft. And you're right, it pays dividends. But in this coming draft, they lose. Uh, they would lose a draft pick, uh, a second draft pick rather. Uh, first one being the one in the Goldie trade if they signed Harper.
Uh, Goldie seems like an XFL tight end, double duty. Yeah, you know, there's a, they're going to make an announcement. The Cardinals are pairing with the ownership of MLS. It, it'd be interesting to see if they uh, back an XFL thing. I think you play Fowler, O'Neal, and Wright, spend money on Penn, maybe trade for a starter. That's an interesting concept for me. The next step, if you can't sign Bryce Harper, is the left-handed side of the bullpen, and then adjust from there. The other interesting thing about what happened today uh, is that it didn't really affect what happens in the Cardinals' bullpen on the right side. Luke Weaver was an option, but they still have Hudson. They still have potentially Reyes. They still have Hicks, uh, Ponce de Leon, Mayers, Mayers, Myers. Um, there's still a really strong crop there, so we'll see what happens. Part of me really wants O'Neal. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's it's your loins. Your your loins probably want him. I'd give up a first-round pick for freaking Harper. Yes, I would, too. I would, too. But remember, you're talking about a fiscal responsibility to to maintaining, and that's I think we fans are always in that boat. Uh, but if you're going to give a guy $350 million and then lose a draft pick on top of that and then not have another draft pick in that little frame, it's something that you, they consider, I would think. Kyle, I have to go inside Target now. Uh, hey, put it on uh, the loudspeaker at Target. See how that goes over. Who's on the bench in your mind need to be addressed? They need a left-handed option in the infield uh, on the bench to replace Greg Garcia. They can do that by signing Yangervis Solarte really, really cheap. He can play a little third base. Uh, he can play a little second. Probably don't want him playing short. Uh, but that's like that's that's the bench for me. Uh, I want to see what they do with Jerko. I want to see what they do with J Mart. Uh, Francisco Pena is probably your backup catcher more than likely. Uh, I'd go ahead and take that one to the bank. Uh, we'll see what happens. It might end up being Gary Bennett. I know uh, uh, Maggie Ladley was pushing hard for Gary Bennett last week. We'll see. Is it telling that they traded? Uh, I missed it. I'm sorry, Maggie. The Cardinals make me happy today. I'm happy too, intern Maddie. Again, look, you guys know where I was on this. I thought that I still think that Josh Donaldson at third with Matt Carpenter at first makes this team better than Goldschmidt uh, at first and Carpenter at third does, especially when all you would have been giving is Donaldson cash uh, and you didn't have to give up prospects or players or whatever. But it makes the Cardinals better, and that is without a doubt. It makes the lineup better. It makes the defense a little different, a little weird. We'll see how much worse or how much better or how much equal it is. Uh, but it makes the Cardinals better. Today is a good day. And they got a really exciting player who runs the base as well. Like, I, the, Here's what Paul Goldschmidt is to me. Paul Goldschmidt is Scott Rowland. He's the first baseman version of Scott Rowland. That's how I view Paul Goldschmidt. Like, He's that kind of player. Mid you know, 30, mid-30 home runs. Runs the bases extremely well. Isn't super fast. Uh, is super strong though. Like that's the correlation that I make in my mind. Join a few minutes late. Did Goldie have a trade clause? Uh, I don't know. Uh, make Bennett great again. That's right. What did you think of Andy Young? How big of a piece was he in this? Mr. To Zach Gifford, who I'm assuming that's you, Zach. I love you. Everyone loves you. We miss you. You're my favorite person on earth. Uh, it's a pleasure texting with you when I get to text with you. I hope everything is going well in your world, Zach. I'll stop this fucking thing to say to you, sir. So, Zach, I actually wrote a lot about Andy Young last week when we did our top five second baseman in the Cardinals organization. He was my number one. Uh, I think that Andy Young is a very underrated prospect in all of national, uh, like the national prospect scene. He's not a top 200 prospect, but I think he has a chance to be a very good everyday second baseman. I think he's kind of like the lost piece in this. Like, uh, a while back when, uh, I think he's a lost piece in this. Like, I think he could be a second baseman almost immediately. I think you're talking about a guy who, Hits 260, 330 with 20 home runs and 20 double, or 15 home runs and 20 double, something like that. Plays an average second base. Uh, he's a very, very good player, a very, very good prospect. He's old for double A because the Cardinals had a lot of second basemen ahead of him and they didn't push him because Ramon Urias needed time at double A and Max Schrock was at triple A and they wanted him to stay at second base. Uh, but he's a very good prospect. He would have been in my top 15 prospects in the organization. Easy. I was thinking about creeping him into the top 10, but uh, one step at a time. 
He's going to be top 10 in their system, I think, guessing you'd peg him around 15 to 20 in the Dirty 35. I love you, Zach, man. Uh, he was on an extension that bought out two free agent years. Uh, we've had a bunch of shit coming on. What does this mean for Jerko from Grayson472? To my Grayson family, what's up? Uh, what I would think it means for Jerko is not is that he becomes more expendable. Uh, I would think that unless the Cardinals view him as an option at shortstop, he becomes even more uh, available on the trade market than he was before the Cardinals acquired a corner infielder. Uh, but I, as of right now, like to me, the player that becomes super expendable uh, more expendable than Jerko is Jose Martinez, even more than he was. The question becomes, what kind of a market does Jose Martinez has and have? And I would argue that it's probably not that robust, based solely on what some of these other DH first base types were going for uh, just a week ago. Who's a right field starter as of this moment? It is Dexter Fowler. Uh, Dexter Fowler will get the reins, hit second in the lineup more than likely until he proves that he can't do it. Gonna miss Luke Weaver. Great kid from Matheny Sucks. Uh, again, like, Carson Kelly's a great kid, too. Uh, Luke Weaver's a great kid. Andy Young is a smart baseball kid. Cardinals fans would have loved him. Uh, Langosh said Harper not a target based on sources. That's a bummer. That's a bummer. Cardinals still need to get better, though. Mo keeping them cards close. Yeah. Yeah, I do trust what Langosh says, though. Hopefully... That evolves and that changes, but we'll see. Does either Garcia or Rosarena make the opening day roster with a good spring? I would not think so. I would think, especially if the Cardinals aren't going to go after Harper, that you're talking about an outfield of Fowler, O'Neill, Bader, and Ozuna, and figuring it out from there. So this frees up 40-man spot as well, correct? Yeah, the, so uh, both Kelly and uh, 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 Jesus, why am I, and Weaver were on the 40-man. And you add Goldschmidt, so the Cardinals have one one spot left on the 40-man. How much do we trust incarcerated Bob? I still don't trust him. Like, yeah, all he was doing was uh, reiterating the points that Derek Gould had already made. I'm fully expecting a Shelby Miller signing. Yeah, as, as Derek Gould and some of the other local media and national media start reporting it, I think you can almost take that one to the bank, too. I'm going to be mad if we don't go after Harper even harder now. Well, uh, so here's the thing, right? Let's not get over our heads. Not a lot, Let's not lose our damn minds. They made a move. It's a good move. They need to continue to get better. And I'm in the boat with you. I would love for them to continue to pursue Harper. But that's just not what the Cardinals do. Uh, who's backs up Molina? Uh, again, I'm going all in on Francisco Bena. Uh, well, him and Andrew Miller. Ha, ha, ha. I don't, I don't know about Andrew Miller. But what I'll tell you is if the Cardinals get Andrew Miller instead of Zach Britton, I think they're making a huge mistake unless they're getting Andrew Miller on a one-year discount. Uh, why not Britton over Miller? There you go. That's how I feel. 2019 scares me from Basement Freezer, our good friend Basement Freezer, where I keep all the dead bodies. Uh, so here's my thought about that, Basement Freezer, is I think people are looking at 2019 with all of these expiring contracts and, you know, Ozuna and Goldschmidt coming off the books, and then they're talking about Carpenter maybe not picking up that option, and then only having Seamart and Jack Flaherty as potential rotation mates. Like, for me, signing Cy Michaelis would be a big step in the right direction to easing some of my fears about what the 2019 looks like, 2019 team looks like. Or 2020 team looks like rather, uh, but I think that right now that I think we're all overreacting just a little bit to what that exactly means. Uh, I think, and what I told our group chat is that as long as Yachty is a part of the St. Louis Cardinals, they're never going to tank, they're never going to rebuild, they're never going to throw in the towel. They'll always try to stay competitive. Now that doesn't mean they won't be priced out of Ozuna or Goldschmidt if they don't get a chance to resign either of them. Uh, but they also get draft picks for those guys if they don't extend the quali- if they extend the qualifying offer and those guys don't take it. So uh, it's a weird little rebuild thing that's happened. Next year's free agent crop is kind of weird. Uh, they could get aggressive and maybe pivot from there. It would be a very Cardinal-esque move to say we're not in on Harper and quietly move on him, though. It would be. Uh, it would also be if they signed like did something crazy and signed like Michael Brantley. Just jumped in. Who's on the way out now? 
uh, from Hapabrov, Jerko, or Jmart, I would think that both of those guys have a chance to be moved. Again, the Cardinals brass, the Cardinals coaching staff, and the players love Jmart. They love Jerko too, but he's not Jmart. Uh, and he's cheap. He's cheaper than Jerko. So, like, in my mind, if I'm the front office, I'm trying to move, move J-Mart first, but I would think that Jerko has become more expendable. Save the money, sign uh, Arenado next year. That's something that I'm on board for. I Again, I, I will say it 100 times over, I think Nolan Arenado is still one of the most underrated players in the league because there's a portion of the league fans that bash him because he has a small WRC based on park ratings that I personally think are bullshit. Uh, but he's a great player, and I would rather have Arenado for five more years than Goldschmidt for six. Uh, oh, Matt Knowles, what's up? Uh, Jose and Jerko will probably be moved for relief pitching. We'll see. That's assuming that Martinez has much of a market. Do you believe Hanniger is a possible play? I don't believe Hanniger is a possible play, uh, but I do hope that that's a direction that they pursue. Yes, he's cheap. <laughs> that's why he should fetch us some return. But a guy uh, from, from the Salukis guy. Uh, but a guy like Jmart, who is cheap, his return is diminished because he's older, he's in his, he's 30, he has knee issues, uh, and he's a terrible defender. So that limits his, his area. He probably is only a first baseman, DH, corner outfielder type. And it limits what you can get in the return. The price is definitely appealing, but, I mean, you're not going to get anything more than, like, a Josh Lucas-type return for him. You know, Casey Meisner kind. Like, somewhere in between what you got for Piscotti and what you got for uh, for Josh Lucas. Uh, Saluki's guy. That's it. My bad. Uh, what's the mean? What does this mean for Gorman? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. It doesn't mean. What it means for Gorman is that he still has Aliris Montero in front of him on the depth chart, and nothing has changed. Uh, Jose Martinez for Taylor Rogers. Sign Matt Bush. Cheap options. I would love Jose Martinez for Taylor Rogers, but I don't think Minnesota does that. Uh, I think you need to incorporate more to get that done. How would you feel about going all in on Dallas Keuchel? I like it a lot. I'm a big fan of Dallas Keuchel, and honestly, so there were two things. Two interesting things for me um, from this, right? And we knew that the Cardinals were pushing to get this done so that they could readjust come winter meeting time. I was anxious to see what they would do come winter meeting time. I think I thought initially it was all about Harper. But now this makes me wonder if they're going to pivot towards pitching. And Dallas Keuchel is really interesting. Uh, Martinez and Hudson for... I don't know. Your guess is as good as mine. Uh, Taylor Rogers. now I... I wouldn't give up Martinez and Hudson for for Rodgers. I would give up Mayers and and Martinez for Rodgers. I doubt they do it though. What about Grinky as an option? That's not for me. That's too much money uh, for an older player whose velocity has diminished, although his stuff has stayed really good. Uh, again, but what you're looking at with Zach Grinky is a very good pitcher, smart pitcher. Might end up finishing his career like Greg Maddox did. Uh, but I, I, I would not, not for that price. They would have to eat at least half of that contract. Go in on Keiko and package Jerko and Waka. So one thing about trading Michael Waka is you can't trade him. He, he, there's, it's like, there's no conceivable reason that you would be able to trade Michael Waka. He missed all of last year. He has a recurring shoulder injury and he's on the last year of his contract. You wouldn't ever get anything for him. Uh, uh, somebody says Trevor Bauer. I'm all in for Trevor Bauer. I don't know what it would take, uh, but I'm really happy about it. We're not on Grinky's list, so that wouldn't work. Yeah, but he might he might wave it, you know. Card signed back catcher since Kisner not ready. Yeah, I would, again, it might be Francisco Pena. I, if I'm guessing, I'm saying Francisco Pena. But they'll bring in that Francisco Pena, Gary Bennett, uh, uh, you know, that type of uh, backup catcher. Somebody who can only play 20 games and not have to worry about uh, is Grinky a zombie? Yes. Uh, I don't think we'll get a starting pitcher this offseason. I wouldn't be surprised if they if they get kind of aggressive, but it doesn't make sense right now. 
Uh, would Mo dump Jmart and Jerko to get prospects draft picks back? I would hope so. Uh, remember, the draft pick thing is it's a very small window that the, you can even make a trade. It's only comp A and comp B. It's based on competitive balance. Uh, the comp is competitive balance, round A and round B. Um, that's the only way that you'd be able to, to make those trades. So that's a limited group. I think it's only like 16 teams at that point that you would be able to make a draft pick trade with. Uh, but I would think that one of those two would end up being part of a deal, whether it be for Major League Relief Pitching or whether it be for prospects in the long run. Good trade because if Goldie doesn't resign, offer him a quality, uh, qualifying offer and get a draft pick. I agree. And again, I don't, I really hope that, oh wait, Pat about Goldie, he hasn't been a prospect in years. Yeah, that's a good point. I forget that, uh, what the title of this thing is. Uh, remember, let's, let's pump the brakes on a Goldschmidt extension. I get wanting to do it right now and I get wanting to get excited about it. But again, if it's anything more than five years, it's a bad move. Uh, it'll end up having probably to be more than five years, so keep that in mind, and we'll just see where it goes from there. Uh, from Sign Tony Cruz, he's available, do it. Uh, you're not going to cut a guy who can at least get 150 innings in a sub-4 ERA. My goodness. I don't know who we're talking about. Did I say cut someone? Uh, Joe Kelly, Shelby Miller, reunion, baby. Again, I think Joe Kelly costs too much money for the type of production you get for him, but I do think that the Cardinals make a move for Shelby Miller. O'Neal Hudson and Elledge for Corey Kluber. I think you need to give up more than that for Corey Kluber or Bauer or Carrasco. It's odd that this was the best offer in MLB for Goldie. See, I think everybody's looking at this the wrong way, right? They got an MLB-ready second baseman, they got rotation help, and they have an MLB-ready catcher. And because the rotation help and the MLB catcher struggled, uh, everybody kind of writes them off. But they were really great prospects with really high ceilings. Uh, Carson Kelly's working on retooling his swing right now. We talked about it at Two Birds on the Bat podcast. It's a good, smart move, and they got a draft pick. I think they have, I think my brother Michael just texted me and said they have seven in like the first 79 picks of the draft. Uh, they're loading up. It's a smart move for them. I know Danny Mack isn't a fan, but man, it's amazing how you see nothing about STL Machado. Yeah, I'd read in, read into that. I'll, I'll tell you to read into that. Uh, Weaver not helping right now. Um, yeah, so that's the thing, right? So with the Cardinals, Weaver and Kelly are expendable parts. It's a good, smart move for them. Uh, to, to move those pieces. Same thing with Andy Young, right? They have Ramon Urias at second base. Uh, they have Tommy Edmond and Edmundo Soso who can play that pay, that position. They think Jairo Munoz can play it, but he's terrible at it, but they're still going to try it. They still have Jed Jerko for that position. He's not gone yet. If things fall apart with Colton Wong. So, you know, take it for what it is. It's not something to get outraged about, but it's something to stay excited about. J-Mart and Jerko for D's nuts. Get them nuts, boy. Get them nuts. Uh, Castellanos uh, is not for me. He's a DH. Any chance of a move for someone like Michael Michael Givens? I would love that. I'm very big on that. Uh, the thing about that, right, is that the Orioles are in the middle of a rebuild, so that eliminates the Jerko Jose Martinez thing almost immediately. Uh, uh, we'll see where it goes from there, but I would like that. I would like that a lot. Uh, his XFIP and Sierra are over four, barely two to one K to walk rate. Uh, who is the catcher of the future now that Kelly is gone? So the one thing I've been trying to tell people is the Cardinals have not had, like, the catcher of the future is not even in play right now. Uh, we've been doing this Kelly Kisner thing, operating underneath the assumption that one of them would surplant or usurp uh, uh, Yadier Molina in the long run. It was That was never going to happen. Uh, we got excited. We saw it. But Yadier still has two more years left on this contract. And if you think this version of Yadier Molina is going to retire in two years, you're out of your mind. Think about that. Uh, that's ha say, say Andrew Kisner started right away, right away. Say that he was Yadi's backup, his clock starts. Uh, that means that you're talking about at least two, a third of the way through your control of Andrew Kisner, and if not longer than that. 
We're t- if you're going to talk about who's the heir apparent, Yadi and Molina, it's either Dennis Ortega, Julio Rodriguez, or Ivan Herrera. And uh, more than likely, it's Herrera on the timeline, because even Dennis Ortega is a little too accelerated for that timeline. We'll see. Some fans probably mad for trading Kelly over Seamart based on IG workout videos. Yeah, that's incredible. People get fired up about those Instagram workout videos. Blows my mind. Uh, that's right. No one will ever use uh, uh, Surprise Hudson wasn't part of the deal. That's the other thing to take of this, right? To me, that tells you that Dakota Hudson is going to play a large role in this Cardinals team. And one thing worth taking note of is pretty much at the halfway point of the year last year, the Cardinals gave up on Luke Weaver. And I'm not trying to say that – and that made Luke Weaver more expendable. There's an interesting parallel to, to draw there between Luke, Luke Weaver and Danny Heron. They both aren't flamethrowers. They both had a great changeup. Just needed to work on some mechanical kinks, and once they got their com- and hopefully with Weaver's case, just like with Danny Heron, once Luke Weaver gets his command back, if he gets it back, he has the potential to be a very, very good pitcher with sustainable uh, success. Uh, Goldie is going to be hitting bombs in a Big Mac land from uh, G Janine eighty uh, C Janine eighty eight. I hope so. I- I'm anxious for. It. I'm here for it. Uh, a while Zach Gifford appears, miss your stuff. Yeah, a while ago Zach Gifford was in here. Everyone misses Zach. Young was a blast to watch in Springfield, but gotta give something to get something. Yeah, that's for sure too. Again, I'm a big fan of Andy Young. He has surprise power that he doesn't get enough credit for, but it's really good. He's a solid second baseman, and I wish him nothing but the most success. To Andy Young, uh, Carson Kelly, and Luke Weaver. Somebody said something about Archie Bradley. I'll be honest. So there was a minute there when uh, Heyman said that there were more players coming back to St. Louis in the Goldie trade. I thought, man, they're going to get nuts here, and they're going to go get Archie Bradley. I never thought Zach Grinke was part of it, but I thought, man, they're going to get Archie Bradley, and that would have been awesome. Uh, home run number guess for Goldie, I'll say uh, 31 home runs for Goldie, 26 home runs for Ozuna, and 21 home runs for Carp. Uh, let's go get Will Smith and sign Britton. So... Here's the thing. They're only going to get one more lefty. If they get a lefty, it's only going to be one more. Because in their minds, they still have Tyler Webb. They just committed to Chase and Shreve. And they're hoping for a rebound out of Brett Cecil. So they're only going to get one of those two. I'd rather have Will Smith. We'll see what happens. Uh, if we got Archie Bradley, I'd shit my pants in his honor. Yeah, we'd all shit our pants. Uh, and then light that shit on fire and throw it at our neighbors. J-Mart for Will Smith. That's Again, so here's the issue. You trade him to uh, San Francisco. Is that something that they're interested in? What direction is that team going in? I would imagine that if they start trading pieces off, it's going to be in an effort to rebuild. Uh, we'll see what happens, though. Uh, let's see. Gosh, our lefties are bad. Yeah, it's bad, right? Rip Cecil pitches in 2019. Hopefully Mo is smart and goes all out for Harper because it would also increase ticket sales. Maybe. Uh, again, I, I would think so, absolutely. But without having the numbers, I can't say. You would absolutely assume so. Uh, I selfishly want Andrew Miller. That's interesting. I would rather have Britain, but to each their own. Cecil has till June. If he still stinks, he's DFA'd. I agree with that. Kyle is here advocating uh, shit-flinging. Yeah, fuck yeah, dude. Throw that poop. If we get Will Smith, you have to sign some of his, sing some of his songs. Welcome to Miami and Benito Amiami. How many bombs does the Young hit? I'll say 28 home runs for Paul DeYoung. What about a Jerko package for Meza? Uh, they don't really have a third base in... in uh, uh, Toronto right now. So the thing about Mesa, again, it's the same thing. Like, those teams, they have a decision to make. If there's a chance that they think that they're going to compete, then yes, you might be able to flip that thing. Uh, I don't know about that. I think that we would still maybe need to put more, but that, I would love it. Let's hope it happens. What do we spend all this money on? 
so everyone says I'm spending all this money, but first off, first and foremost, we don't know how much money the Cardinals make. That's something we need to keep in mind. We assume they're making money hand over fist, but do we really know? I can't say. I think they are. I, I think that it makes sense that they are. We don't know. Uh, what are they spending all this money on? Look, it matriculates throughout the entire system. It goes into coaching and scouting, building a pitching lab, uh, building facilities in Puerto Rico and the Dominican Summer League. And, I mean, we only think about how does this reflect the organization right now and the 25-man roster, the 40-man roster, and it doesn't. And it affects the organization from top to bottom. Now, it can be argued, and it's something that I've argued quite frequently, that the Cardinals need to spend right around the 170 mark at least. Like, that's where this team, with this fan base, making the money that they make, we assume that they make, that's where they should be. No less than 160, 165, no more than 180. That should be their sweet spot. And that's, they, they spent like 165 last year. Harper wouldn't necessarily increase ticket sales, but definitely merchandise sales and national media attention. Definitely the media attention. But remember, what happens with ticket sales or with uh, jersey sales, that goes into a pot. And that money is redistributed evenly throughout Major League Baseball. Merch sales or shared revenue? Yes. With this roster, what's the ceiling and what's the reality? So the ceiling in my mind right now, uh, if all of the pitchers perform up to standard, if Ozuna comes back healthy, if we get Matt Carpenter from last year when he was good, DeYoung healthy, you're talking about a 92-win team as a ceiling and as a floor, an 86-win team if the pitching shits. Uh, give us your starting batting order as of this moment from Hooks Bear. McKernan sa keeps saying... They're going to 175. I'm meeting Will Smith on Saturday. Anything you want me to tell him? Uh, that he should curse in his music. Uh, my batting order right now is uh, what I would do. And, again, I haven't thought about this is all at all. I'd go Carpenter. I'd go Yachty because I love Yachty hitting out of the two-hole. And believe it or not, the Cardinals were really good when Yachty hit second. Goldschmidt, Ozuna. I'd go, I'd go DeYoung fifth. Uh, and then who else is left at that point? You have Bader, Wong, and uh, uh, who else? Who else is there? Um, uh, yeah, B Bader Wong, pitcher, I guess. Who am I, who am I missing? Uh, yeah, something like that. I love, love, love Yachty in the two-hole. Oh, yeah, Fowler. Whoops! I'm messed up. I'm messed up. So, let me rephrase that. See, that I haven't thought about this at all. So, what you're more than likely to see, more than likely to see, is Carpenter, Fowler, Goldie, Ozuna, Yachty, Yachty in the five-hole, the Young, and then Wong Bader, or some nonsense, whichever one of those two guys. I put Wong before Bader, but that's just me. Uh, I would also have Harrison Bader bat as few times as possible. Uh, but what I would like to see is I would like to see, again, Carpenter, Yachty, Goldschmidt, Ozuna, De Young, Fowler, who I think is a perfect in the six hole, and then Wong and Bader. Uh, can someone explain the logic of hitting Molina in front of Bader? I can't explain the logic of hitting either of them in a, hitting Bader in a lineup at all, to be honest with you, but I get what's going on there. O'Neal hitting sixth would be interesting. Yeah, look, I think, I think O'Neal hitting sixth, uh, you know, O'Neal hitting sixth, if, uh, uh, Fowler's out of the lineup, I think that's something very interesting that would, I'd love to see. I want to see, I want to see O'Neal playing every day, that's just me. Uh, but I don't think it's gonna happen. Predictions for Fowler, I think he stays, I think right now, unless they acquire an outfielder, he's your everyday right fielder, at least in the month of April and May. Uh, Ryan Lee says, let Yachty hit wherever he wants. Yeah, that's happening anyways. Why do you dislike Bader? Oh, I don't like this, I don't dislike Bader at all. He's a great, he's a very, very, very good, player who's great defensively, who he just takes really bad at bats, and he doesn't know what kind of hitter he wants to be, and he probably should sell out for power. I just, uh, I don't think he's a very good hitter. That's all I'll say. 
Uh, think O'Neal has a chance to surpass Bader in center field? I do not. I would think that the Cardinals try to keep center, center field as far away from Tyler O'Neal as they possibly can. That doesn't mean they won't, uh, that he won't get some time in there, but I would think that he, you know, they play it cautiously. I think more than likely Fowler has a better chance of playing center come September than anyone. Uh, does O'Neal, Gomber, and a lesser piece get you Bauer? Absolutely not. Uh, Goldie will hit second. I think Schilt likes his best hitter there. We'll find out. So Fowler plays, can he still get on base? A high OBP guy would really help. It would really help, and that's why I think that the Cardinals are kind of all in on it. Here's what I think might have happened, right? I think more than likely the Cardinals tested the waters trade-wise on what they could possibly get for Dexter Fowler if anyone would eat any of his contract, and everyone said no. So they said, well, can't move Dexter Fowler. We're not going to release him. So we've got to keep him in the right field. We'll get Paul Goldschmidt, and we'll adjust from there. Uh, who's a backup center fielder at this point? It's still Tyler O'Neill. Maybe Dexter Fowler moves on over, but if uh, Harrison Bader is going to miss an extended amount of time, you're talking about Jose Adoles Garcia or Lane Thomas, who are both on the 40 man. Uh, sorry, I'm late. My Twitter timeline is crazy right now, so I got buried in the mist. That's okay. Yes, the Pedialyte for champions. Yeah, this is the knockoff Schnooks brand Pedialyte. This is just for you, Melissa. To Melissa Rogers, I take a big swig of this knockoff Pedialyte. Uh, why is Cleveland selling pitching? Unless it, look, until the team actually makes a move, they haven't sold any pitching yet. Uh, one step at a time there. I think they're being smart and realizing that they might be able to trade one of their assets in a position where they're deep and get a return that helps them in the long run. Can we just all agree that O'Neill and Harper is 20 times better than Bader and Harper? Uh, I wouldn't say that. Like, that's not fair. Look, Harrison Bader's a great defender. An absolutely great defender with a great arm and a really smart base runner and a really smart baseball player. I'm not trying to diminish that. I just think that 330 on base percentage is a little misleading in the same way that Granel Gritchick, when he had like a 321 on base percentage, was uh, uh, misleading. And I think we need to adjust our expectations of Harrison Bader because I think people expect him to be a guy who gets on base and steals a bunch of bases, and that's not him. He's a 260 hitter who gets on base 310 and hits 15 home runs. Like, he's a really great player. I don't mean that in, like, a disrespectful way. He might end up hitting 20 home runs. He's got that kind of power. But he has to decide if he's going to sell out for power or if he's going to hit for contact. Uh, there is, unfortunately, no middle ground. The Cardinals should see what they can get for Bader. I agree, but remember, they don't have a center fielder really to uh, back him up every day or to replace him every day. O'Neal, Bader, and Harper after the season in the outfield sounds a whole lot of sex. It'd be pretty fucking sexy. It'd be the broest bro outfield of all bro outfielders. Uh, oh, man, 22 minutes ago we got something. Uh, is it telling that the trade, blah, 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 blah. Uh, actually, Edmund said Bader hitting 30 home runs. Look, it could happen. Harrison Bader has pop. He makes good barreled contact. It's just that it doesn't happen frequently enough. Uh, I don't see Brantley happening. I think they will expect Fowler to have some uptick compared to last year. I absolutely think at this point, if they're not in on Harper at all, that that means that they expect Dexter Fowler to have a 2017-esque season. I think Bryce is going to sign with Washington. I wonder about that. I don't think it happens because of the Patrick Corbin contract. Uh, I think more than likely it's going to be Philadelphia, right? That's where all the money is. Did you comb your beard? No, I haven't even showered yet. Uh, I got home from work and we weren't willing right to business. How many teams are Rule 5 shopping? 5, 10? So the way the Rule 5 draft, you'll probably have somewhere between 10 and 15 teams make a, make a trade or make a draft pick. Real fast, if that's if that's uh, uh, Ben... Uh, uh, ben... Uh, Bridingham, sorry, Ben. I know you DM me. I didn't get to it. I'm sorry about that. So my thought is, um, you're probably talking about 
10 to 15 teams who will take a pick. It's probably 10 guys who might stick on a 25-man roster. Will the Cardinals be one of them? They have an open spot. Anything could happen. Uh, the Cardinals would select 19th. There'll be teams ahead of them that won't pick anybody at all. Uh, we'll see how it goes. I say hold off till next season for Arenado. Carp will be off the books. Potentially, Carp will be off the books. But if, uh, Chris Carpenter has an average year for Chris Carpenter. Or from, if Matt Carpenter, dumbass, if Matt Carpenter has an average year for Matt Carpenter, uh, they, they'll pick up that 18-5. I guarantee it. Uh, how do you think we compare to Milwaukee and Chicago right now? I don't think it made them like... So here's where I'm at. In my mind, both Milwaukee and Chicago were pretty superior to the St. Louis Cardinals. Goldschmidt narrows that window. But Goldschmidt doesn't get them there yet. Like, the left-handed part of the uh, the bullpen is still shit. It's still dangerous. If that doesn't get better, then it doesn't matter how good they are. I'm fine with the right side of the bullpen if it's handled right. If Alex Reyes finds his way there, we'll see if Alex Reyes finds his way there. Only time will tell. But if they don't plan on using Alex Reyes in the bullpen, then they probably need somebody on the right-handed side of the bullpen. Uh, without the bullpen being addressed, especially that left side, they're still an 88-91 team if everything goes well. I wish we had an average Chris Carpenter year. Yeah, that'd be great, right? Uh, O'Neal's speed is so underrated. It's one of the most underrated aspects of his game. His athleticism is one of the most underrated aspects of his game. Uh, Smore15 says, Maggie, uh, uh, Magret Lads for real. I don't know what Maggie said, but she's usually pretty dead on. Tony Sip, I like him. Again, Tony Sip and Oliver Perez on a one-year deal. If you can't get Will Smith or Tony Watson or Meza or, uh, a Rogers, then yeah, I love it. What move pushes the cards past the Brewers Cubs? Again, they need to get better. Well, I think that, uh, uh, Bryce Harper would have done it, but it doesn't look like that's going to happen now, according to Jennifer Langosh. Uh, the very intelligent and uh, amazing reporter for the St. Louis Cardinals at MLB.com or STLCards.com. Uh, so take that for what that is. I think Harper would have been the jolt. Doesn't look like it's going to happen. Uh, I think what they need is they just need their five starting pitchers to pitch up to their capability. If you get last year's Cy Michaelis, last year's Jack Flaherty, two years ago in the first half of Carlos Martinez, and then Wainwright in September and healthy Michael Waka, you're fine. Uh, and also, Jordan Hicks, or whoever ends up closing, ends up being a lockdown. How desperate does bullpen get before uh, Genesis? Look, if they don't add anyone, don't be surprised if Genesis breaks with the big club come uh, February slash uh, April. To Jennifer Langosh, as our friend Christian Rabbit says. All right, we're rocking and rolling, family. Keep them going. We should sign Octavio Dotel. I, uh, I love that Octavio Dotel. What do you think Octavio Dotel is doing right now, right? He's probably on some beach kicking it, probably getting dirty and nasty, probably has hookers all around him. As long as Harper doesn't go to the Cubs, it's a win for the Cardinals. Yeah, can you imagine that? What would be a bigger rain on the Cardinals parade than uh, if Bryce Harper ends up becoming a Cub tonight? Do you think Michaelis can repeat from last year? Again, what I keep telling people is I think Cy Michaelis is the equivalent of good Kyle Loesch. So look at those Kyle Loesch numbers, and I think that gives you an idea of what you're talking about. Opinion on Andrew Miller or Zach Britton from B. Zalowski. Uh, I'm a, I'm a Britton guy. If I have to choose, I would rather have the Cardinals trade to address that need. Again, Will Smith, Tony Watson, Tim Meza, uh, Taylor Rogers. Uh, I would rather have one of those four. But if they had to choose between one of those two, and again, I'd rather have Oliver Perez or Tony Sip on a one-year deal. Uh, but if they had to choose between those two, I'd go Zach Britton in a heartbeat. That would be an F-sign move, though, to sign Harper. I agree. Gould said Hennessy doesn't have the stuff to face the lineup three times, so they see him as a, right, a relief pitcher. I think he has the stuff to face the lineup three times, but do you? Let me let me put it this way to you: Do you think right now Adam Wainwright has the stuff to face the lineup three times, or Michael Waka does, or I mean, who does? 
Who does? I don't think Alex Reyes does. I don't think he has the stamina to keep his stuff going a third time through the lineup. Uh, Michael Luck has proven time and time out that he's not good around over a third uh, to go through a third time. I'll tell you what. I watch Genesis Cabrera every start, and Genesis Cabrera is better than anyone gives him credit for. Uh, in my opinion, low risk, high reward is Oliver Perez. Yeah, yeah. Somebody said John Gant, right? Look at all the pitchers. You think Austin Gomber, uh, John Gant, like they're they're starting. There are entire starting rotations in baseball that aren't as gifted as Genesis Cabrera is. Uh, let's see. Uh, Yusai Kaikuchi, a realistic fit. I don't think so. Uh, I'm not a Kaikuchi guy. I view him as a left-handed specialist. He's going to get money to be a starter, so that, in my mind, rules him out. Scherzer doesn't have three times through lineup. Yeah, Scherzer has three times through the lineup stuff. Like, 95% of pitchers can't go through a lineup a third time. Exactly. Uh, love me some some John Gant. I love John Gant, too. I, I hope I'm not. it doesn't sound like I was trashing on him or Austin Gomber. But it's hard to go through a lineup three times. If it were easy, then teams wouldn't, wouldn't be finding a way to try to uh, mitigate it. MLB Network says Goldie hitting second and Wong hitting sixth for an FDR possible. Look, I, it doesn't seem realistic to me, but it's something that is possible. What's a Memphis starting rotation? Uh, as of right now, you're talking about maybe Austin Gomber, honestly. Uh, Ryan Helsley, Henesis Cabrera, Connor Jones... And Matt Pierce, maybe, if Matt Pierce stays in the organization. Gomber doesn't seem to be a bullpen arm. What happens with him? He could be a very interesting reserve uh, to call up whenever it needs to be happened. Do you like Flaherty training with Bregman? Yes. Look, Alex Bregman is a great dude uh, who maybe wants a little bit of the limelight. And Jack Flaherty's a great dude, too. It's going to be fun. Look, Jack Flaherty wins anyways because hey, he's got this thing, sister. He's got this thing, sister. Uh, I love John Gant and his post-start shirt. Yeah, he's an awesome dude. John Gant's funny. John Gant had a fly-ass glove during spring training, too. Uh, dark horse prospect to make the roster in spring training. You know, at this point, things get really interesting. You know, I, I think if you're hedging your bets, if the Cardinals don't address that left side of the uh, the infield, the left-handed uh, bat off the bench, if you will, I think you might be talking about someone like Tommy Edmond who can make uh, a major league debut. be really interesting if they don't get like someone like Ian Gervis Solarte. Uh, I think Henesis Cabrera probably has the clearest, easiest path. There might be a chance that someone like Jacob Peterson, who is a left-handed specialist, could break with the club. That's something worth keeping an eye on. Evan Kurchinski, someone worth keeping an eye on. A left-handed starter with three pitches. Uh, keep an eye on all of that. Uh, Bregman is America's third baseman. I agree. I want John Gant to grow his flop back out. Yeah, look, if you've got, if you can grow hair and you're not growing it, then you and I have a problem. Pet spring training outing, I'd happily drive to Jupiter. Yeah, so, you know, I, I'm hoping to be in, uh, Jupiter at the end of March, but my life is really weird right now. We've got a lot of stuff going on with the family, uh, which I blew off tonight for you guys. And, uh, we'll see where it goes. Is the Rosarena going to be traded? His numbers have been struggling. Uh, from Keeper Dean Roach, we'll see. Will he be traded? That's a great question. We know about Randy Rosarena. He has a great arm. He's super athletic. He has good speed. Not base stealing speed, but he has good speed. He's a good hitter. Uh, he is a really interesting guy. Will he be traded? I'd love to know what kind of value he has throughout the league. I don't look that, like, in my mind, I don't see how the Cardinals are in a position to trade. I don't know what's available. Uh, but I would think that he's an interesting trade chip who, if he isn't traded, could make a major league debut in 2019. Uh, what is Ramon Urias's at, what is Ramon Urias at his age? So the thing I always keep bringing up, hold on, I need booze. We're also drinking Lagunitas, uh, hop, stupid. <laughs> Anyways, uh, here's what I say about Ramon Urias. Ramon Urias is a lot like Ledmi's Diaz. They're both on that level fielding. Uh, it gets really weird out there sometimes. He doesn't have as good of an arm as a Ledmi's had. 
He's that kind of hitter. So if he gets to the major leagues, if he hits 20 home runs, he's going to hit like 230, uh, get on base right around the 300 mark. Like, he's that kind of hitter. I absolutely love that beer, Kyle. It's a good one. Is Mo one and done with G, uh, with the Goldie trade? Uh, man, it depends on what your definition of one and done is. I don't view that as one and done. If you're talking about an impact, like an impact move, I would think yes, more than likely the impact moves are done. Uh, but the winter meetings are a wild and crazy time and anything could happen. Will Mike Matheny be the next manager of the Royals? God, I hope so. Uh, do he'll hit uh, 500 in his first month? If we're talking about Goldschmidt, that would be one hell of a thing. Uh, what is Munoz's role next year for Maggie Ladley? Maggie, my thought about Munoz's role right now is he would be your super super utility player. Uh, probably get time at second and third and short in the corner outfield. Uh, play matchups. We know for a fact, as of, as the way the roster is currently constructed, we know that that uh, uh, Mike Schilt loves him. So I would imagine every opportunity he gets. Uh, Nelly for GM, that would be a good thing. I bet you Nelly would sign Bryce Harper. What about Mark, a.k.a. Scrabble, uh, Mike, Mark Zemchinski? Again, he's way down the list for me. O'Neal over Fowler for me too, but that's not the real what's realistic gonna, realistically going to happen. Nelly for every position in the Cardinals organization. That'd be an interesting thing to watch. Is Ottavino commanding too much money for the the Cards to be interested? Yeah, I would imagine that Adam Ottavino's and both he and Joe Kelly, because those are the two uh, relievers from the right-handed side that I'm asked about the most. I would imagine that both of those guys are asking for too much money. Uh, what's Carp two three year old? What's Carp's two to three year role with a Goldie extension? Well, remember Carpenter is only covered technically through this coming season. He has an option for eighteen point five million dollars for the twenty twenty year, and anything could happen at that point. So, what's his two year role? He's a starting third baseman as long as Goldie's here. If we sign Harper, Nelly can have any damn job he wants. Yeah, but uh, apparently Langosh is saying that no Harper. I wish Otto was never let go for the Cardinals. Uh, it was the right thing to do at that time. You know, Adam Adovino was trash. There was a time when Adam Adovino was trash. And it's a bummer that it worked out that way. And it's great that he's made the most of his career. So we tip our cap to Adam Adovino. Snoop Dogg to replace Mo. Now we're just getting crazy. Man, he'd have them all on weed. I bet you Missouri would have legalized marijuana by the end. Like, fully legalized. Not that med medicinal stuff. That doesn't do anyone any good. Mmm. Very true indeed. Uh, let's see. What else do we have here? Getting back over here. Uh, hold on. Very true. Uh, my ex went through the lineup three times. Ooh, Wildcat. Sorry, I, I missed that. Out on Harper. Yeah, so apparently uh, we were told during this that Jennifer Langosh reports that the Cardinals are no longer in on Harper. Uh, we'll see what actually happens. Remember, spring train or the uh, winter meetings is right around the corner. I might have missed this, but any update on Shelby Miller? I don't have an update on Shelby Miller from Miller Time 23. Uh, I don't have an update other than to say that the national media, I don't remember who it was, and Derek Gould have both expressed that the Cardinals do have some interest in bringing him back on a one-year deal. Uh, hopefully it happens. We're all rooting for Shelby Miller and Rick Ankiel all the time. Martha Stewart would be the next Gersh. Yeah, that's right. Uh, it'd be a baking show with Snoop Dogg and Martha Stewart, and they'd just bake up trades. Thoughts on Eddie Rosario uh, from the Sean Marty. So my thought about Eddie Rosario, he's a very good player who had an amazing 2018 season. Uh... I don't know what kind of swing changes he made to accomplish those amazing season, uh, that amazing season. But as far as like for this particular Cardinal team, again, I'm Harper or bust in the outfield. If you're not going to get Harper, you're not going to go after Harper. Then you just run with Harper. Then you run, you run with Fowler and O'Neill and see what has happens. Thoughts on the Memphis manager? Yeah, the former uh, uh, Mr. Johnson, rather from uh, um, the Durham Bulls. I love it. I think it's a great move. I know he's highly respected throughout the minor leagues. Uh, I know he's highly thought of throughout the major leagues. It's a good, smart move, and he has ties to the Memphis area, and that's more important than anything. 
Uh, if no Harper, go get Haniger. Again, I, I would love that. Look, if you, if they wound up with Haniger, if they wound up with Rosario, I'd be happy with it. But if they can't get rid of Fowler's contract, then it makes more sense to me to run with Fowler and give O'Neill the chance at it and see what it looks like. Who's going to be the double A manager because, uh, uh, Johnny Rodriguez is now a roving instructor? I don't know. That's a great question. Hopefully somebody with ties to Springfield. Uh, former player maybe. I think it'd be cool. Machado at short, DeYoung at third. I'd rather have it the opposite way, but if it's that, that'd be awesome, but I don't think it's realistic. If we lost Goldie, Ozuna, and Carp at the same time, 2020 scares me to death. They would have an option. So everyone says that, but think about what did they get out of Marcelo Zuna that made him so great this past year? They won 88 games almost in spite of Marcelo Zuna. He was compromised on the field, and he wasn't necessarily a linchpin to the offense. So to me, losing Marcelo Zuna doesn't really scare me as much. Uh, they didn't have Paul Goldschmidt last year, so I'm not really worried about that. And Matt Carpenter is a big loss, potentially. Uh, but we're talking about two players that didn't really... like. When Ozuna was good, he was good. For that rundown September after coming off the deal, he was good. He was like the best player in that one week of June or July, whatever it was. Uh, but I think we're overreacting to the potential of losing those players in free agency. And uh, what I see is a team that would just have more financial flexibility to go and get players if they handled it right. I believe in Ozuna with a good shoulder. He's a huge bat and fielder. He's huge, that's for sure, in stature. Uh, but remember that that 2017 season that he put up is definitely inflated and contrary to what his stats show you leading up into that season. Now, I will say from May 1st until the end of the year, he had, he had a really, really great year, but he's still a, he's right around the 800 OPS. He's right around 800 OPS. That's uh, that's uh, Marcelo Zuna. You're talking about 25 doubles, 20 home runs, 25 home runs, 20 doubles. 280, 330, whatever. Like, that's Marcelo Zuna. He's a very, very good, very, very complimentary piece. Uh, but he's not a linchpin to a lineup, as we've come to find out. Because even when he was healthy and was performing, he still wasn't a linchpin to the lineup. Fowler O'Neill is going to be the right field platoon in 19. Uh, I agree. I agree. Would you expect a middle ground between 17 and 18 season for Ozuna this year? So, again, look, go to Baseball Reference and click on from May 1st to the end of the season. Marcelo Zuna hit something like... Uh, I wish I could remember what it was. I'm screwing it up. But he had like 280, 333, 21 home runs, 13 uh, doubles, and 500 at-bats. That's Marcelo Zuna. Like, that's what I expect. Uh, I don't – I don't – like, that is a middle ground to me. Uh, but we'll we'll see exactly. Like, to me, that's that's Marcelo Zuna. Can you do a scope every evening for my drive home? This is great from Good Life Sean. To you, Good Life Sean, and Kiefer Dean Roach, all of you who might be driving home listening to this, let me have a drink for you, drive safe, and then get home and get hammered. Overall, Ozuna's season numbers uh, in 2018 look good, but not what we were expecting. And that's a really, that is a really, really great point. That's a really, very, very, very smart point. And I think you're dead on. And I think that's what we need to take. Like, I would expect what we saw to Marcelo Zuna in 2018 to be similar, more similar than the 2017 numbers. What kind of season makes the Cardinals uh, re-sign him after next year for Ozuna? It depends, right? What we know about Ozuna is that he's a Scott Boris client. And Boris clients are going to go to free agency. That's just fact. So what's it going to take? It's going to take outbidding someone. If a Goldschmidt extension only happens, losing Ozuna may not be the big of a deal if Carlson is ready or Montero is moved to left field. You're getting way ahead of yourself because what happens if you lose Ozuna, right? And if Fowler ends up having a, bat, a somewhat bounce back year, then you can just move O'Neal over there. And you still have Randy Rosarena. You still have Lane Thomas. You still have outfield options within the organization. And you still could go and sign somebody on the free agent market. It's too early for this, isn't it? We'll probably all be on some government watch list after right. Oh, yeah. 
God, it's it is way too early in the night for prospects after dark. Uh, all gold every all gold everything. Uh, let's see, we had some questions come up here on the Twitter tweets. Getting Harper would be everything now. Got to go all in. I would agree, and I think that's David Martino who said that. Let me, uh, David Martino. I agree. Cardinals should re-sign Harper. Uh, I agree. What about Car- it's not really a re-signing? What about Cargo for a left-handed bench bat? It just depends, right? It depends on what that market is. Uh, my issue with bringing in any other outfielder at this point, especially with J-Mart still on the roster, is that you have a clusterfuck of right, right fielders. And that's an issue for me. That's a huge issue for me, and it should be an issue for you, too. Uh, yeah. Uh, do you extend Goldschmidt if it takes more than six years? I wouldn't extend Goldschmidt if it takes six years, but one step at a time, let's see what his 2019 season looks like. Uh, it, it is too early for that. Pad has ruined everyone's mind. This is a fact from SEO Cupajo, our good friend. So when does Mo flees to Poto for Hanniger? I would have thought that would be close to happening right now. I don't really think that that's an option. Uh, I would have thought that Mo would be aggressive about Segura, but I don't think that that's in the cards. Uh, prospects after dark, lost in New York. I like that. Trade J Mart and another outfielder for, for what? You know, so here's the thing. We all kind of assume that J Mart has a, a trade market, and I don't know if that's necessarily a thing that he has. Uh, maybe a modest one, but you're talking about trying to fit his trade into a window. Uh, with minor moves, is our one uh, sign Machado possible? I don't think so, but maybe. I mean, is it possible? Yeah, but probable? No, absolutely not. How many at bats for Munoz with Carp and Jerko ahead of him at third base? So, you know, you think about it. I would say at third base, probably almost none, as long as Jerko is part of the roster. Bench bats matter. I agree. Let's trade for Vlad Jr. That would be the most amazing thing on earth. That would never happen. Trade him for any outfielder. I was being funny. Oh, no. No, I'm all bored for that. Sorry about that. Uh, how many Oh, that is a good question. For Matt Stromer, by the way. Matt Stromer was the one who asked a question about how many at-bats for Munoz and Carp uh, with Jerko ahead of him. Uh, you know, I hope... That, my thought is that more than likely the Cardinals would look to get him at-bats at short and second, which is a terrible idea, but it's just what they would do. Uh, and we'll see where it goes from there. Hey, STL Cup of Joe, our good friend. Hello, Joe. How are you? How are you? Welcome to the shindig. I'm going to drink Pedialyte for you. Uh, again, oh, actually, son of a bitch. I'm so stupid. To STL Cup of Joe and his lovely wife and their beautiful child, Jaden. Uh, I raise my glass to you, sir. Uh, you created a nice little amazing little beautiful specimen of a human being right there. Uh, so to you guys. Am I crazy for liking this better than a Machado deal? I'm uh, not crazy. Look, we all have our preferences. To me, I would have rather have had Machado, but it's a great move. Any way you cut it for Paul Goldschmidt, he makes the Cardinals better. He's exciting. We should all be behind it. Uh, Joe, shouldn't you be eating the amazing Schnucks pizza? Are you Tyson Fury? I am not Tyson Fury. Uh, Jerko Martinez, outfield depth, all trade bait, but what is worth trading for at this point? Left-handed pitcher? I would think left-handed pitching. Is Helsley going to be healthy going into the season from SMORE 15? Rob Raines at STL Sports Page wrote an amazing, art, amazing article about uh, Ryan Helsley entering the season. He is healthy, and he's going to play a part on the Cardinals 2019 team. You don't like white guys? I know I hate white people. Are you kidding me? White people will ruin everything. Uh, let's see. How many All-Stars for cards this year? Jordan Hicks will be an All-Star. I'm going to call that. Jordan Hicks will be an All-Star, and uh, Paul Goldschmidt will be an All-Star. And I'll say that other people deserve it, but they won't get it. Joe, who are lefties you like for the pen? Uh, I'm confident I'm saying Goldschmidt is going to love playing in STL from Langston Little. I think that is a safe bet, too. 
Uh, I would like Jace Fry. Every, there's a lot of people bringing, there are a lot of people, the Blind Homer, hello Blind Homer, bringing up Jace Fry as a potential a bullpen piece. I like that. I love it. I don't know what the White Sox would want for that. I, I don't know what position the White Sox are in. Uh, we'll just have to wait and see. How soon does Helsley get to the big leagues this year? He's on the 40 man. I would assume if the Cardinals need bullpen help, as soon as they do, it's Ryan Helsley. Uh, my favorite lefty isn't going to be traded anymore now that Mets are adding. Mm, I like what you did there. White people love the Cardinals. That is fact. Yeah, yeah. The Cardinals' biggest demographic are the whites. Pedialyte. Uh, my favorite lefty is on the club. I'm confident in saying Goldschmidt is going to love playing in St. Louis. Taylor Rogers seems to be a name that the Cardinals fans love, but I think that uh, uh, from SD House. Uh, I think that we underestimate just how much it would take to give up or to get Taylor Rogers. I, the Mets are in that weird little limbo too, right? They're kind of buying. Uh, they have some interesting pieces, and they're not going to trade Taylor Rogers for anything more than a haul. I wouldn't think. Um, Missouri, right? Oh yeah, that's right. So uh, over at the Athletic, STL Cup of Joe wrote a great article about some left-handed targets. Some, I think, just bullpen targets. Right? It's been like a month since he wrote it. First off, subscribe to the Athletic for no other reason than STL Cup of Joe. Look, I know people don't like Mark Saxon. I know people don't like Bernie. I'll be honest. I don't read any of their stuff. I go straight for Joe's stuff and the national stuff. Uh, I subscribe to the Athletic for Joe. You should too. And also, Cards gifts those stuff there, and they get money from that Athletic. So help them. Joe's got a kid now, and he's going to end up having to pay for me. I'm going to be incontinent by the end of the night. Uh, and Joe's my legal guardian. Uh, Joe just got an Athletic subscription. Excited to read your stuff. Absolutely. Oh, Links and Little asks, would you rather have had Donaldson deal or Goldschmidt? I'm Donaldson 100%. 100 million percent over. I, the Cardinals are better off with Donaldson at third base and Carpenter at first, and they are with Goldschmidt at first and Carpenter at third, just defensively. Offensively, I believe that Donaldson is going to have a healthy year, and all he would have done is cost you cash, and you still could have extended him a qualifying offer. You wouldn't have had to give up prospects. You wouldn't have had to give up players, and you wouldn't have had to give up a draft pick. Uh, Donaldson all day for me. But he costs more money. Is Oh, my buddy Erker's in here. Dan, put your question back up. Uh, is it true that I get a free shirt from subscribing to The Athletic? If so, I'm in. You had to use that special promo code, I believe. That was the only way that you could subscribe to The Athletic. Joe now buying infant and adult diapers. Yeah. Infant for baby Jaden and uh, adult. Well, infant for baby Kyle and adult for Jaden. Jaden's probably got a Joe-sized Schwarz. Uh, where is the Kim the D-Bags gift for this trade? You guys rock. I have to leave for dinner, though. Love you all. We love you, too, Joe. According to PETA, Cardinals took the rose by the thorns, not bull by the horns. Fucking PETA, man. Look, I'm all about respecting everyone's own individual decisions. I respect the work that PETA does in regards to animal cruelty. Uh, but holy cow. Uh, is Ozuna a better year than Goldschmidt next year? Absolutely not. XFL, Goldschmidt, and Blues game tonight. What a day. It's a day until the Blues end up getting just blown out tonight, and we all remember how miserable life is. Uh, to the Blues! Oh. What, did, <laughs> what did Eric Thomas say? Eric Thomas has great questions. Blake Reichard, I love you too, buddy. Cards brought home the bagel. And yeah, that's another one of the PETA comments, isn't it? Uh, PETA is terrible. Rip kills two birds with one stone. What is it? Feeds two birds with one baguette or some shit. Go get Brian Shaw. Sure, why not? I don't care. Just keep getting better. They put animals down. Oh, damn it. I was typing that. Uh, if you don't have to pay the whole contract. Phil Rizzuto used to say, holy cow. I say holy cow a lot. I type holy cow a lot. Uh, look, there's people who get offended by curse words. And then there's me. So keep that in mind. Uh... Blues ruined my life enough, just let's go, let me enjoy Goldie, I agree with that. Uh, feed two birds with one scone. 
Birds won't even eat scones if they're not done right. Uh, miserable watching the Blues unless they turn it around till spring training. They might turn it around. You never know. Maybe Jake Allen becomes Jake Allen that we all hoped he would be. The only good thing PETA has ever done is interview Nikki Six. Uh, your GM, you got one more move. What is it? <laughs> I'm signing Bryce Harper. I'm going all in on Bryce Harper. I'm, I'm calling Scott Boris and I'm saying, look, I have roughly $40 million to spend. I would love to give you $35 million a year over the next 10 years. Can you make that work? And if he says no, then I say, I'll give you a blowjob. I'll give you a hand job. I'll give you a blowjob. I'll let you come on me however you want. Just give me Bryce Harper. Who's your favorite for the NL East right now? Uh, I'm, man. The Nationals still need to get better pitching. I'll say the Braves. Blues gunning for top draft pick. I hope not, Maggie. I can't take that. So my dad is probably going to die in like the next couple months. And all he's ever wanted is a Blues Stanley Cup. And he's not going to get it. And I'll be honest with you, that really bums me out. Uh, it makes me actually hate the Blues a little bit. But you never know. Maybe they turn it around and anything happens. But then again, maybe my dad just dies. That's what people do. They die. I'll give you a big load. That's right. Drop down loads, boy. Uh, PETA says feminists shouldn't eat eggs. Their words, not mine. Yeah, then fuck PETA. Fuck PETA. I've got nothing for him. I was just trying to be politically correct uh, and respect anyone who has a cause. Uh, but if that's what they're saying, then fuck anyone who diminishes women in any capacity because fuck them, really. Uh, my condolences. Eh, it happens. Who cares? Uh, women of STL will line up to fall on that sword. Are we talking about Tyler O'Neill, Maggie? What's going on now? Uh, oh, my buddy Urker, Dan Urker. Card's got another balding, uncharismatic white guy. Uh, Goldschmidt will fit right in from Dan Urker. To Dan Urker, I'm going to drink to you. I'm going to drink booze and bourbon at the same time for you, sir. Mm. I love you, Dan. Will Seattle win the cup before STL? Well, Vegas hasn't yet, but they'll probably get to a cup before STL. Yankees getting Harper? Oh, I hope not. Well, let me rephrase that. Look, I like the Yankees. There are people who don't like the Yankees. I like the Yankees. Uh, I think more than likely the White Sox or the Phillies, but we'll see. Uh, do you have an Insta from Basement Freezer? I don't know what, I don't know how Instagram or Facebook work. I'm only on Twitter. Thought, I'm on Twitter, KYLER416. Thoughts on the MLB top 50 draft prospects that came out today? I haven't read it. Uh, I have not had, uh, I've not had any time. Kyle at dusk is great. Uh, who's more likely to be moved now, Jerko or Jose? I think Jerko, just for the sole fact that he costs a little bit more money, but that he probably has more of a market than Jose Martinez does. If Mo actually has no intention of Harper, then I give up. Look, don't give up. They just added Paul Goldschmidt. And sure, it's only one year of Paul Goldschmidt, but it's not an unreasonable thing to go out and get. Don't give up. See what happens yet. And I understand, look... I want Bryce Harper more than anything. And the fact that he's not going to be a St. Louis Cardinal more than likely, uh, it, it eats me alive. But I get why he's not going to go after him. I understand it. Do I agree with it? No. But I understand it. Let's see what else he does to make this team better. Uh, let's see what Harper signed with the White Sox. There are two people saying that. Yeah, look, so here's my thing. The White Sox are a good team with a great farm system and real legitimate talent. All they would need to do is add a few pieces to become a legitimate team that a lot of people would root for and view as a potential top-of-the-line team in the AL Central. With Ozuna in his final year, why not sign Harper to a long-term deal and win uh, with this year? Uh, yeah, Chris Beck or Beck the Musician from um, Melissa. Um, why not do that? Your guess is as good as mine. I would do it. Why they won't is because they don't like giving 10-year contracts. They'll give a 32-year-old a 5-year contract, but they won't give a 26-year-old a 10-year contract. There's too much money. There's too much uncertainty. That's just how they view it. 
it's pathetic and it's sad, and hopefully they learn from it. Hopefully they still go after Harper, but uh, there's nothing I would bet on. I got two turntables and a microphone. Where it's I got two turntables and a microphone. How long until Jose Arjurko is traded? Look, don't put a timetable on this thing. So the Cardinals are in a position right now where they can keep both of them and just get whatever the best return for those two guys are. My thought is Jerko will return you left-handed bullpen help, and Jose Martinez, your best bet is to get it like a middle-level prospect. How many more bats are we still short of Houston? Like six? Uh, now everybody clap your hands. Just clap clap your hands for what you're doing. We need a new front office if they genuinely don't believe in 10-year deals. <laughs> so you say that... But every team that's given out that kind of deal, every front office that has given out that kind of deal has lost their job within three years of giving out that kind of deal. Uh, do you think we should expect a move by the end of the winter meetings? Yeah, look, I expect the Cardinals to make a couple moves in the winter meetings. I don't think any of them will be like what we view as significant, but I do think they'll make a move. Last year, leading up into the winter meetings, they signed Cy Michaelis. Keep that in mind. View it as like that. Like, it'll be a Cy Michaelis type move. Yankees did it plenty of times. Yeah, yeah, but that's Brian Cashman, look. <laughs> and they hate a lot of money, and that's something the Cardinals aren't going to do. By the way, where in the world does Lauren Bundy miss her? I don't know. Your guess is good mind. Ask the Angels how that works. Uh, more kicking the can down the road from Moe's algorithm. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to finish off the little bit of uh, 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 Buffalo Trace I have here. To you, uh, Mr. Moe's algorithm, you look, uh, to you. Now, the reason we cheer to Moe's algorithm is Mo views this trade as kicking it down the can. I meant that in regards to a Harper. I mean, that's not just not a no-brainer. Yeah, to me it is too, but I mean, to each their own. No such thing as a good 10-year deal, but even a bad deal could help us win. Look, I disagree. The A-Rod contract was a good 10-year deal. The first one was. I don't know what the deal was with the second one. Uh, here's here's where Mo, Mo's algorithm comes by. This is where he comes from with kicking the can down the road. And he's right. He's right about this. I'm happy today that the Cardinals got better by trading for Paul Goldschmidt. I don't view this as the move that gets them the NL Central. I think Bryce Harper was that kind of move. But this is why, right? You have a guy for a one-year deal that you gave a bunch of prospects and a draft pick for. Uh, two players, a prospect, and a good draft pick for to acquire for one year. He plays first and moves your first baseman to third base where he's compromised. Uh, and it's short-sighted. And it's just another move that puts them in a position that they're already in. It doesn't take them from an 88-win team to a 98-win team. It takes them from an 88-win team uh, with an 86 floor to, like, a 90-win team with an 88-win floor. Uh, maybe an 86-win floor, even that, if the starting pitching doesn't do what it's supposed to do. It's short-sighted. It's low-risk, especially with the players that they traded. Uh, other than the draft pick, which is no risk at all, although it is a risk because of what you might have drafted with it, uh, there's no risk in the players that they gave up. It's a no-risk move for $14.5 million. And the only way that this deal gets worse is if they extend him. Don't forget that. Uh, but the Cardinals have prospects. You can't just hold on to the, uh, the war chest of prospects forever. But you can never have enough depth. So it's, you know, six of one, half a dozen of the other. Like beating a dead horse, um, feeding, a, feeding a fed horse. That's right. Uh, if the Cardinals started the season with the team they have now, how many wins do they get? If everyone stays healthy and performs to their capability, 93, 94 wins. But if there's any variation, and there will be plenty of variation, then you're talking about an ultimate ceiling, like a true ultimate ceiling of 92 wins. And you're talking about a more realistic win total of somewhere between 88 and 90 wins. I'm not saying they'll win more, but the ceiling has to be higher than 92. I disagree.
I, I, I just fundamentally disagree. Cards get a draft pick if Goldie doesn't resign. That's if he's good enough to be extended a qualifying offer. Keep that in mind. Hope they grab the flower by the thorns. Boy, these PETA, the PETA really got it, you guys. I love that. Uh, you're, let's see, uh, drinking bullet and watching pad while kids watching BS on, uh, Amazon Prime winning from Social Mad. Yeah, I'm drinking Buffalo Trace. I drank Buff, uh, bullet last weekend. I'm not expecting 2017 decks. I think, again, you guys know where I am. I'm not a Dex hater. I love Dexter Fowler. I wish that they could trade him. I wish that they would sign Bryce Harper. But I'm hoping for a rebound year out of Dex Harper. You guys should be too. Or Dex Harper. Dex Fowler. Dexter Fowler. I'm, I'm rooting for a rebound year out of him. And maybe it's more like 2017. Maybe it's more like 2018. Maybe it's some combination of the two. But the Cardinals need him to get, be an on-base monster at the top of the lineup. Cardinals fans are just feeding a fed horse at this point. I love that we're talking about this. Uh, if the Cardinals started the season with the team they have now, how many wins? We went over that. Uh, yeah, it's, look, I'm, here's my thing, and I'm a very conservative person when it comes to this stuff. When you read my prospect write-ups, I'm usually conservative. I'm not gonna tell you that Bryce Har- or, uh, that, uh, Harrison Bader is gonna be Bryce Harper. What I'm gonna tell you is that Harrison Bader has a chance to be, so, you know, you know what I mean. It, what I would tell you is Harrison Bader is a Tyler Nyquin-like player. Uh, without the ability to get on baseball with a little more power. Like, I'm not gonna sugarcoat that stuff for you. I just, I'm one of these people who have had their expectations wrecked throughout their entire life. So I try to manage my expectations. I would ask that you do that too. Don't think that one acquisition of Paul Goldschmidt, who moves your first baseman to third base where he is a liability as compared to what he is at first, makes the team a 10 wins better. Uh, Again, 92 wins at most for me. Even if Fowler is better offensively, do we like him defensively? I do. I Look, I understand people trash on Dexter Fowler. They think he's not hustling. Uh, I think he's hustling. I just look, as someone who's had shoulder surgery and back surgery, I've never had the foot problems that he has. But I know what it's like to have to struggle through a day and put on a strong face and compromise how hard you want to go with how hard you can go and still stay in the lineup. Uh, keep that in mind. Tank for Hughes, I'm on board for that. Uh, if they're not going to win the Stanley Cup, I want them to tank for Hughes. I'm not here for the Billy Hamilton talk for, from some. I think that I think Billy Hamilton would be a great fourth outfielder for a lot of teams. Teams that have a great, like Billy Hamilton is a perfect fourth outfielder for the Boston Red Sox, who have Betts, Bradley, Martinez. Like they're they're loaded. Like. Billy Hamilton is a great fourth outfielder for that kind of team, or a great starting outfielder for a bad team. How many wins over the whole season? I missed it, Maggie. I'm sorry. Will you update your Dirty 35 after Rule 5? I will not update it immediately. What I will tell you is about the beginning of February, we'll have an updated Dirty 35. Uh, it might be... I don't know how much longer I'm going to write. I don't know how much longer I'm going to do this. I'm exhausted. I'm tired. We'll see how it goes. I just want to be left alone. Uh, but it might, anyways, I'm going to do the Dirty 35. It'll be starting in February and it'll lead into spring, uh, the start of the regular season. Uh, let's see. Hold on. I'm going to go back down. Oh, this fucking thing, man. Uh, interesting that the cards are all in on Bader while they never gave Borges a chance. They gave Borges a chance. They gave Borges a huge chance. A huge chance. He was just terrible. Terrible. A billion Bader would be the epitome of feeding a fed horse. <laughs> you guys are crazy. I love it. Uh, to you guys and your crazy analogies with horsies. Mm. All right, so we're on an hour and 15 minutes. We did an early pick. Kyle, you're probably the most underappreciated member of Cardinals Twitter. I don't know about that. I hope Mo brings home the bacon. I mean, bagels at the winter meetings. 
I don't know. Uh, I, here's what I think. I'd be interested to hear John Mazalek's comments in person, not the written comments. I don't care about that. I want to hear what he has to say about Goldschmidt. I want to hear his tone. I want to know what's coming up. Tyler O'Neill is hung like a horse. Oh, no. Tyler O'Neill has a huge dick. A beating a huge dicked horse. Uh, yes, that's correct. That's what Tyler... Yeah, no, Tyler O'Neill's got enough... Tyler O'Neill has enough schlong that you could put an entire family of piercings in that thing. Speaking of horses, how about that horsey sauce from Arby's? The, what Arby's is the most underrated about is that horsey sauce and that Arby sauce. I put them saucies on my horsey and I num-nums. If we sign Harper, do a show shirtless. I'm on board. I was so pissed when Peter Borges put his knee straight through Piscotti's temple. Ooh, tough times. What prospect do you expect to move via trade in the coming weeks? What prospect do I expect to be moved? So Connor Jones is like the really interesting one to me. I think that he has value throughout the league because of his hard, fast sinker out of the bullpen. Uh, I think he and Dakota Hudson are probably the two most likely. Tyler O'Neill isn't a prospect anymore, but I would expect the three of those guys are probably the prospects most likely to be moved. Uh, what prospect? Do you, oh, sex bot. Hey there. Uh, yeah. So th again, that like. Other than that, I don't know. Like, I wouldn't move Henesis. I wouldn't move Helsley. I wouldn't necessarily move a Rosarena, although they still have depth. I think that they probably are trying to move Jose Billy's Garcia. I don't know if they'd move him, though. Anything on Paul in a news conference like Cano with the Mets? I don't know. I haven't heard anything. Kyle, what should I have for dinner while the Blues murder my heart? Uh, Arby's. Didn't the Royals get Connor Jones? No, no, it hasn't happened. Joe Montana was a quarterback, you idiot. Yeah, he was indeed. Uh, phone died, but I am back. I'm back. I'm back. If you're watching this, you're part of the resistance. All right, so here's the thing. We've been going for an hour and 15 minutes. Uh, I just got home from work and got fired. Uh, we reduced 40-man and trade. More likely, roll five pickup now from Social Matt. Again, they have their 40-man's at 39 people. I think more than likely that it gets addressed via free agency. We'll see where it goes. But, yes, they have a spot right now to add in the 40 or in the roll five. Uh, Goldie's presser on Friday. Thank you. Yeah, Royals got Connor Green, not Connor Jones. From Mr. Automatic, dude, I effing love you, I love you more. Uh, I have not gotten fired, but I mean, for real, it's only a matter of time. Uh, I'll be back. Uh, go take a shower, you stinking ass, my ass smells, that's for sure. You should do live shows during Cardinals games. So we tried doing that once and it was a fucking disaster. Uh, if you quit writing, you'll keep doing this, though. We'll see. I'll be honest, guys, I'm super exhausted, but... Well, one thing at a time, right? One thing at a time. Probably would still do it in some capacity, uh, but that's way in the future. I'm still going to keep doing it until I can't do it anymore. Go get some dinner, Kyle. PETA says go vegan. Uh, I'll tell you what, I've been eating the hell out of sushi lately. I eat sushi like every night. Uh, tonight, I don't know what I'll eat, uh, but that's what we're eating. Yeah, assuming Harper is out of the picture, that's what Jennifer Langosh was saying. The Cardinals no longer have interest in Bryce Harper, which is heartbreaking. Will you replace Saxon? Look, if Athletic allows me to replace Mark Saxon, I'll do it. Uh, but he does okay. He's just a bad... He's, here's the thing, right? So, oh, God, I can't believe I'm doing this again. Mark Saxon, when he was with, when he was with ESPN, he was great. He's a good an amazing writer. He puts my writing to shame. It's just, right now... He's kind of a cow in the pasture who just doesn't know what to write, who needs clicks, because that's how you get paid. And uh, hopefully he finds those clicks and ends up being the confident and smart writer he was at ESPN. But if The Athletic wants me, I'll do it. Is Harper going to sign during the winter meetings? Uh, what I said is I don't think it'll happen during the winter meetings. I think you're talking between Christmas and the winter meetings. So after 2019, who replaces third base in 2020? A uh, long ways off, of course, just curious. There's a lot of moving parts there. 
But my guess is that uh, the Cardinals end up signing, re-signing Paul Goldschmidt, and it's Matt Carpenter. And then after 2020, you're talking about Alaris Montero and Nolan Gorman in some capacity as the Cardinals bank and hope on that because that's just what the Cardinals do. Wait, Langash said they're not out said we're now out on Harper. Look, I don't know. Uh, what I'll tell you is during the first couple minutes of Prospects After Dark, that's what was being told to me. I can't say for sure. I, I'm barely on the Twitter tweets right now, uh, but it's something worth keeping an eye on. All right, that's it for me. Uh, we are at, uh, you guys have been incredible. We're at an hour and 20 minutes. Uh, to all of my pad people, you're a part of the resistance. I love each and every one of you. Uh, a tree in the forest, that's right, from the PETA people. Look, to my pad people, thank you for being here. For all the new people, thank you for being here. Uh, I love each and every one of you. For everybody at Birds on the Black, oh, so Sunday is still our one-year anniversary. We're doing one-year anniversary of pad. I'm going to talk to Carbs Gifts about giveaways and shit like that. Uh, and, uh, hopefully we can get you guys some shit. We'll see what happens. I don't know. Uh, but come back on Sunday for the one year anniversary of Prospects After Dark. For everybody at Birds on the Black, the incredible Tara Wellman, the incredible Cards Gift, the incredible Nicholas Childress, Ben Cerruti, Eric Manning, Cards Cards, uh, myself, uh, I, no, I said Chuck Brownson, uh, the former Zach Gifford, who was in here tonight and made my night. Zach, I love you. Uh, SCL Cup of Joe, Alex Crisafuli, to all of everyone for Birds on the Black, uh, Prospects After Dark, I say, uh, thank you so much for being here. I raise my glass to Paul Goldschmidt, who hopefully turns, makes this team into something that it wasn't last year, a playoff team, uh, to John Mazalek, who hopefully doesn't bite the fucking bullet on Bryce Harper. I take one last sip. Ha! <coughs> 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 Happy hunting. <laughs>